In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time, on Roll Warriors. Shopping was undertaken. The mission? Get what arms you need to take the fight to the Skinners, while simultaneously making Saul look as ridiculous as possible. It was a rousing success. The team bonds with each other, with associates getting to know their roadie compatriots just a little bit better, so it hurts when one of them dies. Also, Saul had the most upsetting phone conversation with Popper, which answers a few questions, but raises so many others. Just what is Sahara hiding from our heroes? They might find out, but first, they must survive the next few hours. You're standing on top of this ridge. Um, you guys have just kind of heard the news that uh, Saul has laid out for you to, to bear and have made the decision to uh, say, fuck this. Um, we're, we're fucking done listening to Sahara, uh, and have to kind of get your way, get yourself out of this situation, um, that you've found yourself in, uh, without kind of arising too much suspicion slash burning bridges, uh, because we've decided that it's a, probably a good idea to keep some allies, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're going after the corporation. So... Yes, you're, um, the others uh, come over to you guys and they're like, uh, you guys just hashing out the last bit of your bits of your plans? Yeah, we just like wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we know what's going on and we know our, our roles and stuff and also just like kind of do a last minute equipment check. And I, I, I think I actually left something in the, the truck. So I'm, oh yeah, I'm going to go check that out, make sure I have all my stuff. Violet's like, 
Understood. That sounds that sounds choice. Uh, the other you you guys need anything for me? I don't. I think I think we're prepared for what's to come. Um, how about anyone else? All right then. If there's no more, uh, if there's no more last-minute things, we'll uh, we'll hit the road. Um, I'm gonna ride with Klaus and Tico and Tidbit. If you guys want to keep uh, want to keep Rasta with you for the for the time being, just because seats. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, before we get in, like I said, just before we get in the car, let me just make sure that the stuff on our back is like strapped down. We're trying to make sure that you know loose fuel and whatnot doesn't get all over the place. All right. Well, I'm just gonna grab a last drag from Rasta then. All right, cool. And Saul will go. Give me that good cush. <laughs> Saul will go to the the back of the the truck, and I'm assuming everybody's elsewhere smoking at the moment. Yeah, they're they're passing around a a, a doobie because let's be honest, uh, this is about to be nerve wracking. Okay. Um, well, if no one's looking, then does Saul have to try to do a stealth check before doing the jury rig to like arm these, uh, to arm, um, the grenade launcher ammunition and actually kind of turn it into, uh, what we call mortars instead so that they detonate when you chuck them hard enough at a wall instead of just kind of like the, or at least, uh, with a impact tolerance that's lower than what they would normally face coming out of a launcher. I, I doubt it. Um, you're probably the only person here who even knows what the fuck that looks like. Okay. So they're not gonna they're not gonna question you tinkering with explosives mm. in the back of the truck because you said you were gonna go get stuff ready, and that's what you're that's what you're it looks like you're doing. So beyond that, nobody else here is like a weapons expert. Okay. To the degree that you are. Cool. All right. Well then, yes, I will go and try to jerry-rig these things to make them big booms. Ooh, okay. First roll of night. Yeah, it's a 7. So 10 plus 7, that's a 17. Uh, these are pretty uh, These are pretty volatile. Um, you you can set the cooldown t- or the, the uh, like the impact sensitivity to, the, to where you want to do it, dial it in mm-hmm. correctly. Um, they basically still look like the grenades on the outside. Um, you've kind of got like a you've kind of got like a, a thin shim of metal holding off the 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 pinhole mm. cuz you've pulled the pins on all of these yeah um but yeah so there's like a thin shim of metal that's just kind of keeping them from detonating right here and now um which when when it impacts something is going to uh cause problems okay so so saw will like kind of get somewhat in the driver's seat but like leave the door open and he'll bring the like grenades into the, the or the I guess explosives into the the truck, and he's gonna like yell over his shoulder, "Hey, a a ace, where'd you leave my like soda?" So I man, I left it. Do you not see it? I'll walk over. No. Psst, okay, so here are here's backup plan slash second part of the plan. Be fucking careful with these mans. Don't don't take too. F- don't fall. Okay. 
Okay. What the fuck am I supposed to do with these? Like, put them in my bra or something? I, uh, pockets. They will fit in the pockets. Just, uh, here's four of them. I mean, they're the size of, like, eggs, so you should be mostly okay. Or, like, avocados, I guess. Mm. Um, I mean, wait, here. I got something. And Saul so will go back into the, the toolbox really quick and pull out a fanny pack. Because you know Saul so put a fanny pack in Jesus there. Jesus Christ. A fanny pack full of fucking eggs going into this thing. Okay. Yeah, just. Well, how how do I how do I activate it? Okay, pull out this metal shim right here, and then just chuck it. It won't actually go off until you pull the shims out. But like, as soon as you hit, as soon as it hits something, that's when the timer's gonna start, and you got maybe like five seconds. So maybe five seconds? Like you don't know. I. It's, I thought these things were like pretty pretty efficiently timed. Okay, I said like five seconds, but it's literally five point eight five seconds. <clears throat> okay, all right. Okay, it's I, I tried to get it closer to the six, but um I don't want it to be too close to ten because then people usually notice those things if they're sitting around for too long. So yeah, you it it'll give you enough time to get away from it and uh honestly you, you throw them far enough, nothing will go off near you. Okay, so just, I guess, aim for some of those, like, outcropping buildings over there or, like, any anything on the opposite side so that shit really goes haywire and we'll book it the fuck back to the truck as, as fast as possible, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, kind of before they separate, we'll, like, put a hand on Abel's shoulder and be like, Thank you for getting my body last time. And I, I don't know if I thanked you enough, but hey, I'm, I'm going to return the favor. I'm going to make sure you get out of here and that Soy gets out of here. Okay. Yeah. So I'll kind of like drop the hand and just, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Game time, I guess. Oh, it, it's going to be okay. All right. <sighs> we'll, see. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. All right. It's not okay right now, so it's got to be in the future, right? Uh, pro- yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, we got this. We got this. We got this. Come on. All right, you got my back, right? Right, Claudia. I absolutely have the most of your back that I can. Dope. Mm. Remember. Remember that time when y'all couldn't hear and I I pointed to the exit and got you out? Mm-hmm. That's like the extent of how much I can have your back. So if that happens again, I can I can I can do that. Dope. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You just keep an eye out for everybody. If you, I know you can't like fly away from me, but I'd really appreciate it if you like kept an eye out for them in all the chaos that's going to go on so that we can all kind of meet up as soon as possible. We're You'll have eyes in the back of your head, the top of your head. Dope. Uh, eyes wherever you don't have eyes. So will I be able to do like extra super... Can you like phase into my skull to give me the ability to like see in 360 division and then also get really fast so I could like appear behind people? before they even understand it and then i could say some like lines like oh now you are the one who is dead huh and they just like explode an x she just kind of like scrunches her 
her nose uh, with her finger. Uh, and she's just like, I... You're real scrambled up there, I think. That wasn't a no. So... That's all I'm saying. Um, but, yeah. I, I, this is probably going to be our last big thing, Claudia, because as soon as we're out of here, we're going to go talk to Dr. White. I think he knows something about you. I think he knows something about me. I think so, too. And I'm looking for, uh, forward to it, I think. But I don't think that this is going to be the last big thing if sahara doesn't want you to know something they'll be pretty ticked if you find it out well but i'm i appreciate you taking this leap of faith for me oh it's not just for you claudia it's definitely for like i think all of us now at this point so yep so i'll jump in the car and just fucking twist the I don't know, put his hand over the electrical key starter thing and it just is like, he'll just twist air and it'll start, I guess. There's a hole near the bottom of the seat. It can only be operated by a man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the car runs on piss. Cool. I put put my dick in the ignition. Yes, that's great. Mm, That's very cleanly, I, I can... Tell. Yeah, we're gonna go with the invisible waving the hand over the thing, like in Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's Pro- you know, it's my it's my world. But fuck you. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm ready. Uh, I got all our stuff ready to go. Whenever you are, you know, die is thrown. Right? Ain't that the saying? I think you are misplacing the words, my friend. The thrones okay. die. Yeah, like the 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 card game. You know, the the die is thrown. I think it's the throne is dead. Whoa. I heard the die is cast. Is this not... Is not not how they say in LA? You can't put a die in a cast. Yeah, that doesn't it's make not sense. not like an appendage. Yeah. That makes no what are you sense. About? I'm fucking confused. This guy... Is this guy like a nouveau European? Is that why he's so confused all the time? Hey? I don't know, eh? I, I was saying your name. I'm not impersonating everybody's favorite overlord. Eh? Yeah. I just thought you were obsessed with vowels. Yes, I... I-E-O-U-V-W-Q and A. The vowels of the future. Yes, I am obsessed with every single one of them. <sighs> Let's go. Cringe. <laughs> So you guys power up your car, however it's powered. We're not, we haven't nailed that down a hundred percent. It's not canonical either way. What's important is that it's on and that you are following uh, Klaus's big loud SUV. Um, that is his dad's and he doesn't like, and you're driving towards almost certain death. So there's that. And um, Rasta is like, Got rolled the window down out of respect because he is still like like blowing the smoke clouds. He's he's fucking puffing clouds out there and uh, making cotton and 
just wants to be wants to be respectful because you guys did not seem into the idea of smoking before. Claudia's like waving her hands to try to keep what smoke is still permeating like in the car away from her face, uh, which is cute because it's not doing anything uh, that you can tell. And also, how does she smell it or have any feelings towards it? Eh. Um, and after, you know, it's just fi- a five-minute drive uh, to the entrance of this place. It's loud. There's lots of um, there's lots of of very like aggressive macho douchebags wandering around, uh, drinking and shooting at things and um like gathering in large groups watching like smaller little events uh what you pull up you swear you see like a couple of people like battling with like small mutant animals there's like a ferret that's got like six limbs uh that's that's running around a um like a bat that's got like like metal wings with blades so these dudes are, are, are messing around with the national with the natural order uh and rasta just kind of like fucking spits when um you pull up and he's like i hate this place every time god damn it well with any luck this will be the last time you ever have to come here right ain't that the truth and he pulls off his uh trench coat uh to reveal just like a a camo tank top um and he's just like, yeah, I mean, I think it's just got to blend in a little, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I think, like, eco-terrorists are, you know, not necessarily down on wearing camo, right? I don't know. I didn't write the book on them, I, I so. I just figured. All right, it's. We're all just, pe- we're all just people, man. Like, I, I can't fit a, I'm not a square peg in a round hole or whatever. I'm just, a, I'm just a guy. I like camo, right? The good news is I am a pyramid in a pyramid hole, so let's go. Um, so he like loads his his guns behind his back, uh, tucks them in his pants, and and gets out of the truck. Uh, the other four have already kind of uh, begun their mingling. You see, Violet and Tico are kind of waiting for uh, you to join them, Saul. Um, like kind of waving you over because there's like a it looks like a small tent where there's a bunch of guys and and gals like in various garb uh, to show off their muscles and the weapons that they've got all over them uh, to to go join the fighting and tidbits kind of off in one uh, corner just kind of like head down twiddling their thumbs um and you assume that they want you to follow them, Abel. Uh, you're not quite 100% on that. Uh, Hey, before we all go. What? Good luck, everybody. We don't need luck, Seagull. We've got... I d- uh, and I just walk away. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, just, 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 uh... Blank face. Just walk away. We've got panache, darling. And you just see Saul push the doors out and just kind of unfold from the car. 
trying to catch the light on the shiny, like, outfit that he's wearing. And he'll swagger over towards where um, the other two individuals are. It's it's like that scene in Mulan where she first enters the war camp and is just, like, fucking walking in the goddamn, uh, like, dumbest way possible. And everyone is like, what century did you come out of, my dude? Um, like there's people just that they were drinking and then like they actively like spit their booze out, um, when they see your kind of extravagant outfit. Uh, and Violet's like, uh, ignore them. You know, you might be flashier than most of the contestants here, but I think it works. Darling, the extraterrestrial knows this always works. Hey, I'm doing a voice. Is that like, is that cool? Is that good for, like, sportsmanship shit? Do, do a lot of people do that here? <laughs> Tico chuckles, and, and she's just like, I, you wouldn't be, I guess, the first, but your choice of... Let's just get you signed up. It's fine. Uh, she she kind of gives you, like, a, a half-assed um, thumbs up. Mm, but of course. And Saul will take the, the, like, kind of, I'm a diva. I'm tapping my foot and kind of, like, arms... Sh- crossed in front of his chest like distant look one you know head over the shoulder essentially looking off in the distance while he waits for his agents to sign him up for combat uh yeah so that takes a it takes a couple you know minutes because there's uh people ahead of you the guy the guy directly in front of you is like easily three times your size um in like He's big around, uh, like a large man, and um, kind of has an odor to him, uh, but like arms, like tree trunks. And after he kind of thunders away, uh, the person at the de- sitting behind the desk um, puts their hand to their throat, and like this robotic voice comes out, and they're like, Name. The extraterrestrial. Are you serious? Address me by my name, or do not address me at all. It's gonna be one of those nights, huh? And just, like, writes your name down. (laughs) Alright. You will be battling... Uh, giggle pigs. Mm Hmm, there'll be much giggling to be had. Violet's just like, uh, you know, ignore him. He, He fell on his head earlier today. Um, just, he'll be ready to fight when it's time. Uh, don't and and the the person at the desk is just like e better Mm, yes rasta pulls you aside soifang g and uh shows you like a, a a literal picture of of Chacha Ibrahim, and he's you know as scary as you'd expect, uh, just a big, furry, uh, strong man, with like claws, um, and uh, his eyes are like fucking tiger eyes, so they've got like this like yellow glow to them, um, and he's like. Uh, so this is the psycho fucker we're looking for. Um, you know, just keep an eye out. 
So, alright, so this is the guy that we're after. I'm glad he has actual claws instead of crab claws. I mean, that's what I thought I was up against. Um, okay, so... Oh, yeah, no, like, glad we could clear that up real quick if you're looking for that dude. So, how do you think we should approach him? Um, I'm thinking I could go ahead and make sure the coast is clear, um, while you kind of guard the rear. Well, yeah, I mean, we gotta find, we gotta find him first, um... I think that it's probably best to get the jump on him, and I'm regretting saying this, but getting close, as scary as his his claws and probably sharp teeth are, uh, he's really deadly with a with a, a a rifle. I've seen him, I've seen him kill lots of shit from distance. So we just we gotta we gotta fight him. Where he, where he's more vulnerable, and and Rost is just kind of gonna like grimace at the thought. So get in close. Okay, um, I have a plan. Um, I'm thinking we take a death from a abro- death from above type approach. So um, as we get close and we close in, I will use my shark skin to crawl to the ceiling. Um, Your what? Oh, I can do this. And then Soifungi flips up her skin scales and casually starts climbing up a wall just to show Rasta. Oh, okay, cool. Do you have, like, any other superpowers you want to you wanna share so that I know what I'm working with here? Um, I have a uncanny ability to distract weak-minded men. So, how about this? No, I figured that. So, how about this? I feel like I will surprise him as well. And Soifunji, do I have to roll for this? I want to also make fun of him being a canine creature by, like, transforming six boobs on my chest. The what? To distract. <laughs> Chacha's not going to expect a woman with six boobs <laughs> to approach him. The enemy wants six nipples. Give I'm the enemy sorry. six nipples. I'm, I'm at a loss as to how this is going to happen. Dude, like, I just, you know how I have that, like, illusion outfit thing and I can just. I mean, it makes your clothes look different. You want to you want to look n- like a nude person with six boobs, like a dog, like a, <laughs> like a dog, and they have like six, do they have six or eight nipples? I don't know how many nipples dogs have. I was gonna appeal to his canine senses. You know what? Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, I could totally not do it. I was just I thought it surprised him. Because it's so shocking. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's sure it's certainly shocking. I'm 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 having a hard time wrapping my brain around it. Um, which I play all the characters, so they will too. Uh, there is probably a plastic surgeon here. Wait, this has to be just because, like, this place. I mean, they. 
they're not just getting tattoos. Like, there's definitely a tattoo artist, but there's there's plastic surgeons and and like a ripper doc on call who are just putting f- whatever, just putting whatever in these peeps. So, so wait, time out. So, Fungi will have to go get plastic surgery. I feel like no, but you could get the parts that go into the body. And fake it? I don't know. That's not my. It's not my plan. I'm just trying to help you. I'm. I'm yes ending you right now, and I'm regretting it. Oh, I could do that. Okay, yeah. Why would I gotta collect just some like fill? Actually, never mind. Scrap it. It was supposed to be comical, but it. <laughs> it's totally not necessary. <laughs> we had this grand plan to save ourselves, and Super G's like, wait. <laughs> Hold on. I need Wait, to go. I could have six boobs. I need to go rip these nipples off of these random people so I can have extra boobs to seduce the guy that I'm trying to get <laughs> to fake my death. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. Okay, Why not? So, um, yes, and. I mean... <laughs> you know what? I'm with it. Oh, with it. Okay, where it's would very, I go? Where would I go to find It's very Sufan G to be like, okay, we got a plan. Let's go. And Sufan G's like, you know what will make this better? A completely new plan. <laughs> More complications. Hell yeah. I thought I thought Sufan G could just like do her little woo outfit girl on fire thing and then it'll just look like six boobs. That was my original. No, this is very like have you have a perfect outfit. You're ready to go, and then you realize you never bought shoes to, to go with it. So now you're like scrapping your entire day's plans to go shoe shopping just to figure <laughs> Like, this is just, this is perfect. So, everyone just says, that was a joke, Rasta. I'm not really gonna have six dog boobs while fighting in the sky. So. Good. I just met you, and I'm really having a hard time pinning down who you are as a person. So, that was, that was really. That was really reeling. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more. I guess, I guess the word is human things. So like making jokes in awkward situations, and I guess I have more work to do. Yeah, like again, you know, don't know you very much, but yeah, workshop that definitely. Okay. Maybe take a class or something. Uh. Or I'll just, I'll just dive deeper into the net to see what things I can learn. It's never stood me wrong. Uh, well, live and let live, I guess. I turn to, I, I turn to uh, substances, you turn to the net. We're just both, uh, well, to use the analogy from before, dogs chasing tails. Oh, yeah, a tail might have been better. Huh. Okay, Rasta. Okay, I will keep that in mind for for future for future experiments. All right, back to the plan though. So I will use yeah, like like a combat plan, like a combat oriented, like a, attacking him pl- sort of plan. <laughs> so I will use my shark skin um, to climb the ceiling and position myself above him. Um, if there's a way that we are open air and. If you can use an opening to distract him, I can dive down for a precise and 
final strike. All right. So how about this? We'll marry the two plans. Obviously, there's no ceiling because we're outside. But if we get to, if we get him, if we lure him closer to the, to the fighting ring, you can climb up to that. And then I'll just, you know, bring him into the trap and you can pounce down on him at that point. Yes, I will climb. I will climb the dome and get him with a simple and precise strike. Um, just keep him occupied long enough and we should be able to get him. All right. Sounds sounds easy enough. Well, as long as we don't die. Yeah. Um, we will do our best to keep each other alive. Um, so I plan to do most of the fighting and I just kind of need your help in terms of keeping him busy for like a few seconds pretty much yeah i think i can swing that all right um so uh tidbit is like kind of just leading you through the crowd they're kind of they're they're moving like at a somewhat uh fast pace head down kind of just like ignoring literally everything going on around them Mm -hmm. um just doesn't want to engage with it at the in the least um and brings you to where the uh animals are being kept and you can hear them and you can smell them uh it's like a weird it's a weird smell because, I mean, you've probably smelled human remains and, and feces before, uh, but you haven't really been, like, near a farm or anything of that nature, so this kind of, like, animal smell is a new smell for you, Abel. Um, and Man, this whole, this whole place smells like Saul's backpack. Ugh. And uh, there's... Yeah, there's like lots of howling and and other noises. You can hear like a whip going off in the background and like something's being tased. Um, and there's just like a uh, a guy with um, like a composite bow around his back, just kind of like cross arms standing there outside of the, the entrance to this big tent. Tidbit, should we look for a uh, alternate entrance here? Uh, tidbit nods. Okay. Uh, does the guy with the composite bow? How many like shots does he have? Can I tell how many? Uh, I'm assuming he's got arrows or bolts. Um, on it. I believe you have a roll that you can use to determine how armed somebody is. Streetwise, would that help me here? Uh, I believe I believe that is the one that I was referring to. You've used it before Sweet. to be like, how fucking loaded is this guy? You packing? You, you packing, bro? Hey, hey. You packing? Um, yeah. So you can you can kind of uh, count the shots on his back. Uh, it looks like he's probably got like twelve in his uh, in his quiver, but he's also got like a couple of knives uh, strapped to him. And does he look like he's been genetically modified? There is not a lot of genetic modification, but he does have like a um like an eye scope 
So one of his eyes has got just like this kind of zooming apparatus that's got like a red dot instead of an eyeball. Okay. Um, I'm just going to like, yeah, clock him, see him, and tidbit, let's, let's go around the back. And tidbit just kind of, kind of like nods and follows you. Uh, I'm looking for like, a lo- like usually if there's a bunch of animals like this, maybe there is a load in point where they bring in all the food or a, um, I mean a shit pile even. There's got to be a place where they kind of muck out all the all the saws. Uh, you don't see that. You do see a break in the tent. Oh, excellent. Alright. Uh, shit. Tidbit, hang back. I'm going to go first. Tidbit pulls like a, a handgun and just kind of waits behind you. Yeah, I'm going to... Um... Actually, yeah, I'm going to pull out my shotgun, too, but I'm going to hold it to where it, like, is just in line with my leg. Just one hand, like, in line with my leg. And, um, and I'll just, I'll use my natural stealth to sneak in. All right. Well, other than natural stealth, could you give me a, a real stealth roll? Yes, I can. 16. There are... Uh, there are not animals like immediately on the other side of this tent. There is a, um, a couple of guys who look to be like loading some probably giggle pigs. You have never seen one, but that's you. If you had to imagine them in your head, this is what they'd look like. Uh, so you, you know, you see them loading them in out of like a, a cage, uh, towards the, the arena, their backs are turned to you. Uh, and they're talking and and like yelling at the at the animals to move, um, and you see them like in time just to just to kind of duck behind an empty uh, cage. How many guys do I got in front of me? Uh, two and half a dozen giggle pigs. <clears throat> two and half a dozen giggle pigs. Okay, I don't really have like a sleight of hand skill here. Um. Okay, I'm gonna just hold and and. See if they finish up and move on before I wave um, tidbit in. Yeah, they definitely do. They they finish loading up. Uh, you're kind of crouched behind this this cage, and you see one of them kind of turn, look around, lock the cage that they were loading out of, and start to head out. Um, just before you're about to like make a move, you see another guy come from um, one of the sides. And uh, this guy's got, like, a big fur coat on and a whip, and he, like, strides, uh, like, parallel to where you're, where you're hiding. Um, so comes from the right, heads to the left, and uh, you can see where he's going, and there's this big, like, glass, probably bulletproof glass uh, enclosure in the middle of the, of the tent, where... A very large, feathery, scaly, like, lean-looking apex predator is, uh, like, pacing back and forth. It's got a huge mouth of razor-sharp teeth, 
It's snarling as he approaches, and he says, Aye, you don't give me any of that. We're just becoming best friends, aren't we? And, uh, like, pulls, produces, like, a, a large piece of, like, raw meat, raw meat, and, uh, tosses it into, um, like a chute that's in the top corner and slides down, and this thing, like, hisses and leaps at it. <laughs> And starts to, to rip this uh, carcass to shreds. Hmm. Shit, I don't know if I want to impersonate that guy. Alright. Um. Mm. Let's see. Can I use my either perception or deduction? I'm, I want to figure out where they're going to probably be keeping like tranquilizer darts or a tranquilizer gun. Like a, for, um. Or any sort of, like, thing that's going to be used to neutralize the animals without killing them. Uh, sure. It would... I would say... Deduction. Okay. 17? Looking the, from the direction that he came from, there's, like, a table at the far end of the, the tent, close to the entrance. You can kind of You can kind of see, like, the back of the, the guy with the bow. Um, and on that table are various tools and, uh, equipment, probably the tamer's tools. Okay. And the, are there any other animals in the vicinity besides the, uh, the raptor guy? Not at the moment. Those giggle pigs seem to be, uh, the last of, it's, it's, this tent is now empty, aside from you, a animal tamer, and a uh, humongous scary ganju raptor. Alright. He just seems to kind of be talking to the ganju raptor right now. Yeah. So, he's like, going through a routine. Um, kind of, it seems like there's like a, this thing needs to be dosed with all sorts of medicine. Uh, and it's clear like there was a somewhat of a sedative in, in the meat uh, that's kind of like calmed it down so he can get in there and administer all sorts of shots and vitamins. This thing's not a natural creature. And so they are pumping it full of stuff to keep it healthy and in fighting shape. And so he's inside the cage with the Ganju Raptor right now. At the Mo, yeah. All right. As soon as I see that he's not paying attention, I'm going to wave Tidbit in. All right. Uh, Tidbit sneaks in behind you. Um, kind of takes a second to, like, gather all the information that you've just gathered, nods at you, and then, like, they point their, their gun in the direction of the cage, and kind of, like, with, with a gesture, kind of waves you on. What the fuck? I, I, what the fuck am I gonna do by myself? I was, okay. Tip it, maybe you can... <sighs> Shit, I, how is this cage secured? Is it, like, secured... Electronically, mechanically? It looks like a big mechanical, or a big, um, kind of like a keypad. Okay. Um, shit. Tippet, can you, do you think you can, like, uh, I don't know, can you, can you disable that keypad so the guy's stuck in there? Uh, Tidbit kind of just, they like, uh, they give you like an old military style salute. And okay. uh, pull out like a pair of wire cutters. 
Don't. I'll go. I think there's a trank gun over on that table. I can maybe trank the guard, make him look like he's sleeping out front. And, uh, maybe we can trank the trainer, too. Uh, well, shit. Maybe the raptor will just fucking eat him. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we go in three, two, one. Hey, it's your Game Master over here again. This is the part where I ask each of you to send us just a little bit of support. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and send us a tweet or two. We'd be happy to hear from you. Secondly, we have a Patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money you want to share with us. It's only $5 a month to become an esteemed member like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. This membership includes bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay my MLP fanfic. We'll do it. Actually, that one sounds hard and possibly litigious, but I'd try it for you, my patrons. Just go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party. In case you haven't heard, we have a website, so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. You can check it out at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's basically it for ads, unless you want to at me Twizzlers? Nah, that felt wrong. Catch you guys in the next one. You have just now watched the end of the fight with uh, the the very large, like, just freight car of a man. Um, and he did, he did fairly well. There are uh, a couple of like very wounded guys in there with him and you know he's got some he's got some like like big gashes on his chest uh because they were using like serrated blades against him um but where the where the kind of skin has been flayed from the from the flesh there are like metal plates underneath uh so he's kind of got some sort of subdermal armor and uh he kind of like lumbers out of the out of the uh fighting pit dragging their dragging their bodies by the by their feet and he he like looks down at you grins and kind of like goes <laughs> and walks off i'm assuming you're laughing because you got hurt so bad mm, yes violet's like D- don't let him psych him psych you out we're we're here to we're just here to create a, a diversion. Nothing more. Don't. There is no psyching out no. the extraterrestrial. I exist on a plane beyond all of your recognition and understanding. Tico's like, great. The, the I love the routine. It's hilarious. Can we focus up for a second? Getting in character, like, bro. Like this is I, right. I, I know. We don't. We're just trying to tell you to be careful out there. Uh. You know, try to skirt the, around the edge of the en- edge of the arena if you can, because those those things will. I mean, hyenas are pack hunters. They're they're going to try to nip at your legs. They're trying to going to try to intimidate you. Just don't show them your backside. Keep them at bay. Uh, do the best you can, but de- be theatrical about it. Be flashy. I like this. Uh, it'll it'll attract more attention to the fight. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. And those things can get cut by this, right? And he'll point down to his Kukuri. Like, they don't have, like, 
fucking steel under their skin or anything like that, right? Philo, it's like not not according to the dossier Rasta provided us. They're just they've got thick hide, thick boar hide, so cuts probably aren't going to be as effective. I, I would imagine like piercing, uh, you know, stabs are are your, are your better bet. Your better friend. Okay. Uh, fuck. I'll, he's gonna look at the Kukuri and he's like, uh, "I'll do the best I fucking can, I guess." Shit. We will be right out here, uh, you know, to provide you backup if it looks like you're getting uh, demolished out there. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Appreciate it. Let's go. You see, like a cue from uh, some. There's like a guy up in the middle of this, uh, uh like dome who's like in a cage suspended and he's he's kind of like probably the referee uh and like he doesn't have any legs he's he's got like stumps where his legs used to be and kind of like very malnourished looking uh so he probably stays up there a lot and he like uh kind of kind of waves his hand at violet she's like oh i think that's your cue just you know do it. Do what we talked about. Try not. Try not to die. Gotcha. And Claudia. And Claudia's like, I will be watching your back. But of course, darling. And so will like trip upon his fucking like heeled seventies boots as he tries to walk up the stairs and then catch himself and try to flaunt it off as if you know classic uh, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka sort of deal going up onto the stage. The guy at the top of the ring, like, pulls down a a microphone, and you can hear, like, in the speakers kind of all around the arena, he's just like, Wasn't that a good match? Yeah, I really liked it. All right, next up, we got a younger fella, kind of a flashy gob, as you can clearly see, he's a... He's an extraterrestrial out of this world, man. Psych. Psyched up. And uh like the the, the audience is like kind of middling around. Um they don't seem all that all that interested. There there was a, like a, the crowd's kind of dispersing from the last fight. And uh and he's like looks like he's on docket to fight some giggle pigs. We all know how those kind of fights work out. I hope the I hope the butcher's ready to receive some new meat. Yeah, so we'll just, uh, internally he's screaming, but externally he's keeping up the show. Because if there's one thing he learned from dying once, it's, uh, act better. <laughs> act more, act good. Um, then, uh, the, you see, like, the two trainers come out to the, to the arena. They've got all the giggle pigs on, like, chains. And they they kind of like uh, laugh at you, and they're like, huh, "Good luck, buddy," and and let go of the chains. So there are there are chain collars that are attached to these things at the neck, uh, and the chains are kind of just like dangling loosely and dragging on the ground. And these giggle pigs let out a squeal laugh. It's disturbing. It's unnatural. Uh, it shakes you to your core, and then they all kind of, like, form a semicircle 
in the middle in the middle of the ring and, and begin snarling and laughing and yipping at you. And about how many are there? There are six. Six, okay. Um Saul is going to uh think about what the others had said and start to pull back towards the wall. Alright. Evens he charges in, odds he stays back. Even. Yeah, last second he's gonna fucking book it and run at them and just yell as fat as loud as he can because his brain is firing on, on like 120 fucking beats per minute at least at this moment. He's just not confused, but he's definitely like, uh, uh, this shit's scary and it's time for them to go or it's it's them or me, man. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Violet like sees this happen and goes, "Oh shit, no!" And uh, Claudia's like, Saul, what are you doing? And the two, like, they're they're formed up in a semicircle. You're kind of charging at their center. And the two uh, giggle pigs that are in the in the middle kind of, like, uh, turn on their heels and, and, like, run away from you. The ones on, on your sides, when, when you go after the ones in the middle, attack at your sides. And... Uh, they're gonna make two two attacks on you. All right, so it's yeah, it's their their decks, their melee attack skill plus a d10 versus your decks, your evasion skill and a d10. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So d10 plus evasion. Yes. Plus dex. Oh fuck yeah. Okay. So I just rolled a ten, and then I'll roll so ten then a seven so that's 17 my evasion already includes dexterity in it so it's uh i roll a 10 plus a seven plus 12 this should be 29 fucking shit with a 29 so like these these two both go into to swipe at you with your claws or with their claws and you literally backflip like to avoid their attack um and and the people in the crowd like like let out a holler they're like oh shit that's awesome <laughs> and uh like some of some of the people that were like wandering away like kind of stop in their tracks and turn back to see like the like absolutely like hilariously dressed over the top dude like flipping around in a combat arena So, you and uh, Rasta are kind of scoping out the the crowd, uh, looking for uh, Chacha. And if you could give me, uh, let's do perception for now. Okay, that's a sixteen twenty six. So, <clears throat> out of the corner of your eye, you spot um, what looks to be, uh, well, at from the picture, uh, a man kind of just like making his way around the, the rim of the, the fighting pit. Uh, just like there's like a path that's carved kind of just a, a thoroughfare for fe- foot traffic 
uh, people walking around drinking, having a good time uh, in this in this main kind of walkway between the fighting pit and like you know vendors and stuff like that a, a, a veritable a veritable poacher's black market and uh you see just a a large man with uh just deep black fur and a large tricked out assault rifle kind of just uh stalking around the fighting ring he seems distracted by whatever's going on in there okay rasta target locked Oh, shit, yeah, I see him too. Alright, so... He seems distracted, so... We should be able to get closer if we proceed carefully. And... Alright, follow close behind. And then Sofonji starts making her way towards Cha-Cha. Alright, you see Rasta... Um, he's kind of like... He's kind of watching your, your moves... Uh, to see when you go to climb. Um, so, yeah, he's he's more following your lead, kind of middling around in the crowd, uh, standing directly in Chacha's path for whenever he, he makes it to him. Okay, so uh, when Sofenji is about, uh, let's say, 100 feet from Chacha, um... What direction is he facing? If, if we're in his path, is he like facing us, or is he facing away from us? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming in your direction. Okay. Um, so Surfungi kind of ducks to the side uh, towards the edge of the arena and just kind of waits for him to pass by. So he he passes by, and Chacha or no uh, Rasta spots spots this. And grabs a a beer out of the hand of someone walking by. And that guy's like, hey, what the fuck? Rasta uh, clocks him in the head. And he's like, punk ass, keep out of my way. This is my drink now. And starts like sipping on it. Uh, and the guy's like notably incensed, but uh, goes back, goes to stand up and like brandish his fists. And you see Rasta kind of just, like, pull up his shirt a little bit, flash his piece, and the guy kind of backs off. Chacha gets up in in kind of close, and uh, Rasta just walks straight up to him and bumps into him, pouring the, the beer, like, all over this guy. And he's just like, man, you need to watch where you're going. And, Ra- and Chacha says... You do not know who you are fucking with. Okay, Sherfunji, uh, Sherfunji says, just, the, Rasta has like a walkie or something, right? Or an earpiece where she can, where he can hear her? Uh, you got agents. Okay, cool. Um, Sherfunji, um, sends a message to his agent saying, good, keep him distracted for a few more seconds and begins to climb the, um, arena um sort of like adjacent to him okay uh yeah give me like a athletics roll i believe that's what we used before yes climbing and um i'm gonna say as you're as you're climbing as you start to climb the like there are other people that are watching the fight um and you can see Saul. you can see saul down there like he's 
he's like dodging around these around these giggle pigs every time they make an attack on him he's kind of just like ducking out of the way uh keeping his distance and there are like five or six guys that are watching this fight that see you start to climb the cage, the like the perimeter of this cage and they begin to follow suit so there's like all these people climbing up behind you that are just just like oh yeah great idea i want to get a better shot i want to get a better look oh interesting okay so serpenji keeps looks at Saul for a second thinks to herself good Saul, keep doing it and keeps climbing waits a second um for more people to climb to kind of get lost into the sea of bodies following suit and then sort of positions herself um to begin the strike but also for that roll yeah i was about to ask <laughs> i rolled a seven and ten seventeen seventeen uh so yeah you're able to do that and the additional like bodies if if you feel like you're, you're slipping a little bit you just like step on somebody's head or their shoulders and kind of push yourself up it's it's what a lot of other people are doing and and i think that at one point like someone like goes to grab the the fence and grabs your leg instead and you kind of have to shake them off of you so it's distracting but it's it's also propping you up at a point okay nice nice all right sorry fungi positions uh, to where she can kind of use her mo- blah, 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 momentum to catapult off the um, arena and land on um, Cha-Cha. So what she's planning is she pulls out her her knives, her kukris, and um, positions them into a drop-stabbing motion. Um, she's aiming to cause as much damage to his arms as possible, um, to possibly, like, disable them to minimize the threat he can pose. Okay. Uh, so you do that, and, and I th- I believe you have to turn to do this, so you're, you're kind of like, you know, kind of sitting on the dome at this point, and you turn, you, you, as you turn, you see that, like, the escalation of this event, uh, Rasta and Chach are, like, in each other's faces, like, in a shouting match, and... Um, suddenly, like, Chacha goes, goes down, grabs Rasta by the shirt and pants, hoists him over his head, and fucking throws him at the, at the fence. Um, and Rasta, like, is, like, dizzy, is taking a second to get up, and Chacha charges at him, um, to, to, like you know, fucking, like, curb stomp him into the, into the fence. Okay, um, taking advantage of the momentary vulnerability that he has while throwing, um, Rasta, that's when Sorfungi decides to lunge to, um, from the bone dome full power. Alright, give me, this is gonna be an interesting one, so, I think we're gonna combine a martial arts role uh, and how, depending on how good that is, uh, uh, we'll, we'll do an, a melee attack. Okay. Uh, I rolled a five and my martial arts is 12, so 17. And what is your, what is your specific martial arts style? 
Oh, wow, I never thought of that. Um, like, Yeah, I mean, it says you can learn multiple forms, but must do so separately. So, like, your martial arts skill is, like, centered around a particular fighting style. The ones they have listed here, karate, taekwondo, judo, aikido. I would say... I would say judo. That one's involves the most kicks, right? I think judo's like about it has to do with like uh using people's weight against them. It's a lot of throwing. Oh. Ta- yeah, taekwondo is the kicky one. Taekwondo, that's it. Cool, thank you. You got taekwondo skills, so you're like leaping feet first. Um and uh you can see like as y- your trajectory as you're falling. Uh what, what was the roll again? Uh 17. 17 um so it's like a graceful swan dive essentially um down he's he's charging at rasta and you catch him um go ahead and give me a a a melee attack roll boom okay i got a 10 so that means i roll again right oh yeah (laughs) it's 25 25 okay oh that'll hit him yeah Okay, so I got six. A three. Third one, a six. Fifteen. So you lunge down, uh, feet first. You kind of, like, kick him in the chest. And as you do, your your blades go into both of his forearms. Um, and then kind of, like, mid... Uh, after you've impacted with the kick, you push off of him uh, and land, like you know, one knee down on the ground uh, in front of Rasta, who pulls a Uzi and begins uh, firing past you at Chacha. All right, and so Sarkonji just kind of ducks out the way. Is is Chacha still looking at her? Uh, he's looking in b- both of you, I mean, in your general, gu- your guys' general directions. Okay, so as Sarkonji's kind of ducking off to the side, she says, I've always been told to let sleeping logs die, but I prefer that they lie dead. And, uh, I guess, do do I just end my turn here? Turn ended? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Rasta's shooting, so it's his his turn. It's his turn to do stuff. Lit. Go ahead, Rasta. Yes, he pulls his his Uzi, you kind of duck out of the way, you say your cool catchphrase. Uh, He fires off a uh, burst shot, and um, you see Chacha uh, pull his arm and get in the way of the the, the shots, and uh, they literally the bullets like they bounce off of his arm. There are it looks like impacts on his on his flesh, uh, but you see that there are there is metal underneath. And um, you kind of instinctively look down at your knives. Uh, the tips of, the, of them have broken off. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, this is going to be a little more difficult than I thought. Okay, and Soifunji takes the broken blades and uh, flips them in her hands to wield them in a slashing motion and starts charging. It's not your turn. Oh. Okay, sorry. Chacha, Chacha gets a, Chacha gets a chance to attack back. What's that? Right? Yes. He's not just gonna stand there while you beat him to death. Um, I just wanted to run towards him. I know you do, but he's gonna run at you. Yeah. Uh, and he. 
So he's got a claw extended to his side, and uh, he's charging you with his gun drawn, um, and will attempt to shoot at you while running in your direction while screaming a blood uh, a blood curdling like battle cry. Okay, so do, do I have to? Okay, what do I do in this situation? What you do in this situation is if the if his you know attack beats the range to hit difficulty which is not determined by you it's determined by this chart then he will hit you and then we dis- we we roll damage and see if your armor ablates any of it that, that ring a bell yes okay i just want to make sure i didn't have to roll for anything and then I, no. I just have to wait and accept my fate yes guns are guns are if you could dodge a if you could dodge a wrench you could dodge a bullet but you can't dodge a wrench in this game, so you just kind of have to let it happen. All right. Um, so he is three round bursting. That's twenty one damage. Whew, okay, twenty one damage. I use meal. Okay, so I have torso plating, and at like a blade's fifteen damage. So okay, so you'll take uh, you'll take um, six. Six, yeah. You'll take six, and if you have anywhere you can mark off one from your armor plating, which is now reduced to 14. Okay. Like, three rounds come into you, he's charging at you with, like, fangs and claws and a gun. What is Abel doing? Uh, what is Abel doing? You were you were sneaking towards a uh, workbench earlier. Yeah, Abel's gonna Abel's gonna try to get to the workbench to see if she can get a fucking tranquilizer gun, and is going to use her. Um, I guess it's still gonna be stealth. While my buddy Tidbit goes and tries to uh, completely lock up. The trainer and the raptor guy. Okay. Um, so yeah, just give me a stealth. Stealth roll. Fourteen. Okay. So the guy, the the trainer, completely oblivious. He's doing his thing. The guy outside with the composite bow, completely oblivious. He's having a cigarette. The raptor. Sniffs the air. And even in even like kind of semi sedated as it is, its eyes narrow and it stares at you and starts to like kind of like wrestle with the trainer to get him off of her. Okay, uh, evasion. I'm gonna dive under a crate or behind a crate. Do I? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna hide. 
<laughs> All right, give me an evasion. 17. I'm going to dive into a pile of shit. All right. You dive into a pile of shit. And, like, the raptor, it sta- it's, like, pushes uh, the, the trainer off of it. And she stands up and kind of, like, begins to sniff the air. And he's just like, what is it, girl? Come on. We're halfway through your inoculations. Just calm down for a second. And uh, you can kind of like see Tidbit just, uh, they are like back back to the tent, like frozen completely still. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay out of sight. Like it's okay if it can smell me, but I don't want to stay out of sight of it. I don't want to alert it any more than I have. Um, yeah, uh, you can see you can see Tidbit now is like slowly moving their arm and their hand to reach for their bag, and they open their bag as quietly and slowly as they can, and out pops a spray bottle <laughs> with um, the pheromones within or contained within and just kind of like sprays and and tucks behind a wall uh and and you you see the ra- the raptor cock its head and and look in that the direction of the sound and uh then it gets like a kind of a a strange a strange look on its its on its face and kind of settles back down and uh and he goes, there's a good girl, there's my lady. And, like, takes a huge syringe and stabs it into her leg. Uh, and keeps working on his, on his job. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, okay. I'm gonna keep headed to the table. Alright, are you, like, crawling now? Uh, yeah, I'm going low. Low and fast is what I'm going for. So like kind of crouchy, like I'm on, I'm on all fours, but as as close as my butt can get to the ground is what I'm doing. Or I'm no, I'm not, I'm not on all, I'm not on all fours. I'm low, but like on my feet, but as close to the ground as I can get my ass. All right. I'm just duck walking. <laughs> okay. Give me another stealth roll. Okay. Like a fucking duck. Eleven. Yikes. Um, Yikes. <laughs> yikes. So, uh, yeah, the, the the raptor gets like a really, another really big shot, like lets out a, a, like a growl. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll ease off for a second, give you some space, and steps out of the, um, steps out of the cage for a second. And uh, you see the raptor poke its head out of the cage door um, that he's kind of like left open a little bit and start to sniff the air again. Uh, I'm going to look at look at Tidbit. Is Tidbit, um, uh, can Tidbit see me? Uh, Tidbit can see you. They're, they're like looking at you for like, what the fuck do we do? Uh, I'm just gonna mouth. Okay, do I do I have an? Is there an exit? 
somewhere close to me. There is the the front the front entrance with where, where the where the bow guy is is enjoying his cigarette. Okay. I'm just gonna mouth to tidbit uh run and pull a single pin out of my fanny pack and chuck it at the trainer and then start booking it for the front entrance. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So give me athletics. Uh, athletics or evasion? Athletics. To, athletics. to okay, throw to throw your, your fanny pack. Okay. 20. 20. All right. Yes. It I'm going like full softball pitch style. Yeah. So it, you kind of chuck it at, at kind of like sort of tor- focused on the ground um, with, a, with like an underhanded toss. And uh, it makes it all the way to the uh, to the trainer's feet, um, who looks very surprised. Um, he sees you for about a split second before his body becomes a paint for the inside of this tent. And, like, in the middle of the throw, uh, Tidbit sees it kind of come past them and turns... Uh, to to dodge back out of the the hole in the back of the tent, um, you do not see them after the 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 blood red explosion. The raptor. Oh, so yes. This does not take five seconds to go off. It goes off pretty immediately. Yes. Oh fuck you, Saul. <laughs> and um, so th- yeah, it goes off immediately. The raptor was a little bit b- behind um, the the trainer, and like after the smoke clears, sees you like at the at the entrance, and fucking like you know head head down like a pointer dog starts to charge through this room uh, towards you. Oh, good. <laughs> 